2.33 and it's a Thursday and it's after 2.30 which means that Andrew Tamina is artsing around again and here he is. Good afternoon to you, Andrew. <laughs> Hello, that was quite a build-up there, Sadia. Thank you very much. Good, thanks. How are you doing? I'm all right, thank you very much. Are you out and about today? Because you're usually sitting um, in some nice cafe having a, a coffee yeah, or something. I, I often do that. Uh, today I'm in my office at home and um, unfortunately, I didn't mention this before when we spoke, as we always do before we go on air, um, that, uh, that they've decided to drill up the uh, the path uh, quite close to where I live, but they seem <laughs> to be on a tea break at the moment, so we might just make it. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, arching around, reports from around the world, we, w- we will definitely be hearing about some great news in Hong Kong coming up in a bit. But first of all, um, something that grabbed my eye from global reports this week is about a Canadian artist and... He will be seen on Sadia's Facebook. I sent uh, mm-hmm. pictures along earlier, which you posted up there. Mm-hmm. And it's a Canadian artist um, whose name is Michael Yahagalaganus, something like that. It's, uh, I, I sent you his name. How would you pronounce that name? Yahagalaganus, I would say. Oh, I don't know. That's just, I don't that's know. Pretty, that, that's confident. Let's go with that. <laughs> um, uh, he, he has a studio in North Vancouver, and right now he should have been uh, attending the opening of an exhibition in Kiev uh, in oh, the Ukraine. Oh. Um, and, of course, like, like much of life for people that live there, um, it's, um, you know, the, uh, the kind of present times have taken a different course. So that uh, exhibition was derailed. What he was going to be showing was... Uh, a focus that he has, he, he produces art in different media, so on paper, on canvas. One of the pictures that I've sent Sadia has a picture of him doing what looks like mm. a, almost like a comic book art, mm-hmm. doesn't mm. it? So on a, like a horse yeah. and somebody sitting on a horse. Is it that one I've seen? Ah, right, yeah, there's, there's, there should be two. There's that yeah. one that you've just described, which is um, on, a, on a winged horse. Yes. There's a mother and a baby, mm-hmm. um, which is a freestanding rather fetching looking image i quite like that um very simplified lines illustrative style almost mm. but um but, but there's also a picture of him in his vancouver yes. office a kind of uh windswept haven't had a lockdown haircut for a while type of image <laughs> um uh, we're going going across a very large drawing board or draftsman board of what looks like a a strip of oversized um, cartoon boxes. And this is the type of work that he does. He's a well-known artist in Canada that is exhibited in galleries and around the world, as I mentioned before. But he um, takes his theme and his style of drawing from something that is called the Haida art form. And that is a style that was developed by the indigenous Canadian Indian uh, communities um, who painted and drew their myths in a very cartoon-like fashion. Mm. I mean, not in a humorous way, but just in a very simplified, very uh, uh, flowing, fluid lines, uh, confidently put down with ink and paint. That's how they did it. Well, they did it with pigments originally that were ground and made into paints, but uh, but he uses the more the more modern stuff, brushes and ink, and he's he's combined this with something else that he's really fascinated in, which has no roots in his native Canada, but actually the Japanese manga style oh, right. comics. Yeah. Uh, you, yeah, you've heard of those. Yeah, yeah? yeah. So very popular in Hong Kong and around the world, actually. I think um, for the the type of images of. Um, 
superheroes and action type stories that became a fad so much so around the world that uh, I suppose a decade or more ago they were translated into different languages other than Japanese because they became quite a cult item to uh, to have probably before smartphones really took off and you saw everyone on a train or bus carriage looking at their phones as they do nowadays mm. but they might still be looking at manga sites Sadia who mm. knows Mm. Yeah, well, they are probably are. I mean, people are looking at playing games and doing all sorts, but manga is incredibly popular, isn't it? It is. I don't think it's died down much. And this this artist has done the interesting thing of combining it with Haida images. And what he says about this hybrid is that uh, Haida manga is an approach to find the human in art. That's what he told the Global News, which is a Canadian newspaper, just a few days ago. Um, and he's still working hard on all kinds of images which will hopefully um, be an expanded show if he's able to get back to Kiev in the Ukraine at some point. The image that was done on, uh, on a gold and silver background that Sadia mentioned before, which you can see on her Facebook the page. Horse, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah the, it's, it's a mother and a baby on a horse, and it was based on, this was for the Ukrainian exhibition to be displayed uh, 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 in Kiev um, until the autumn originally. It's called Kiev Child, and he painted oh. it before the um, oh. conflict uh, started to happen. And it's a very shimmering work because I don't know if you can uh, yeah. see this in your... Oh, yes, uh, yes, in if your I zoom in. It, yeah, it's gold and silver leaf. Can you see the edges yes. of those squares? Yes. That, that's real silver and gold, very, very thin, like thinner mm -hmm. than tin foil. That's beautiful. Which has been laid down carefully as, uh, you know, as, as is done in hundreds and hundreds of years ago fashion by the Renaissance artist on, um, you know, on, on cathedral walls and in different, mm. uh, di different religious art. And because it was also used, it's amazing how many places in the world developed a use of um, of gold and silver leaf or, or even non-precious metals of using a metallic sheen to things and that is what the hider did in Canada um, uh, when travel was not the sort of thing they wouldn't have heard about it or been influenced by the fact that it was going on in you know by, by Michelangelo and co in uh, you know in in Florence and, uh, and and places like that but um it's it's based on something that w that is on the side of a cathedral talking about religious places um there was a relief sculpture so that means carved out of stone uh, which is on the side of a cathedral in kiev and it shows a warrior on horseback uh, oh. he's changed that that rather famous image of a with a cape flying flowing behind a warrior on a horse charging along into a mother and baby mm. and the piece is called Kiev Child. It's a really beautifully tranquil piece um, and um, it's on, it's, it's probably about three metres across and oh, two metres at least quite deep. Big. Yeah. It is quite big and it's actually, if you, if you were wondering about the interesting shape which is almost like uh, wings of the, uh, the corners of what it's painted on, yeah. actually it's the bonnet of a car. It's, it's painted onto oh, the bonnet of a car, and right. that brand is called Slavuta. It's a car brand that is manufactured in post-Soviet Ukraine. Um, and it's a, it's a very popular brand in the U that's made in the Ukraine. And he did all this before the war kicked off. It's it, quite it was, significant um, now, really, isn't it, to have, yeah. I mean, not to go for the, the armed guy, but this, you know, just a family you know a woman and a, and mm. a child which has more meaning now really doesn't it
definitely, mm. definitely. It mm. does have more meaning, yeah. and it's just intriguing that he that he painted All this before. and made it and sourced the bonnet and took it's it amazing. out, got it imported over to to Canada to present this, which was supposed to be happening in the summer until autumn, uh, and it was based on his interpretation of something which had a far more um, uh, well, warlike uh, image, really, of a, of a warrior before, that this was a very peaceful image that we're describing, and, uh, yeah, you can see it mm. uh, on there. So he is planning and hoping that he will still be able to do this one day there, but uh, until then, he is selling prints of the work that we've just described on the car bonnet of the mother and baby, um, and um, he's selling a limited edition of prints which... Uh, are going for 500 US dollars signed by him because he is quite a famous uh, Canadian artist with proceeds mm -hmm. going mm -hmm. to UNICEF and oh, Doctors Without Borders project good. in Ukraine. Um, so his yeah his name again uh, better pronounced by Sardia is Yagulanis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I could I could get I could get the first one in Michael Yuglanis. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> so uh, so look him up, folks, if you like the sound of that. It's a beautiful painting. Um, and uh, going somewhere else in the world, we're going to Birmingham in the UK next. Mm -hmm. And a, a newspaper in uh, Karachi, in Pakistan, oh. asks of a recent photography exhibition in the UK, mm -hmm. who does this British Asian art serve? And I've sent you a couple of mm. uh, photos on mm -hmm. this one, mm -hmm. uh, Sadia. It's so, a black and white picture of two ladies. Mm. And another one, is that the one in the kitchen? Yes, exactly, yeah. Uh -huh. And the one in the kitchen is a self-portrait of the artist whose name is Mariam uh, Wahid. And she's first-generation um, British-Pakistani uh, ethnicity mm -hmm. in, in the UK. Her parents came over from uh, Pakistan. Uh, and it's a show that has just finished at the Midlands Arts Centre in Birmingham, England. But it's had a lot of talk about it. It went down very well in the UK. Um, but the interesting article was the one... Um, that I that I read in uh, yeah in a newspaper called The Dawn, which is from Karachi. Yeah, that's a well-known uh, paper. Yeah, yeah, and it's um, it it just uh, you know was asking a few a few questions. I did appreciate what she's done in terms of reflecting on the her ancestry. So what it was is that a girl who was born to Pakistani parents in. Um, in the Midlands, in the middle of the UK, decided that she wanted to connect with her roots. Now, this person is a fine art photographer, so she's exhibited works already in different places, particularly uh, galleries in the UK. Mm -hmm. And she, uh, she was given, um, on the strength of previous work, a solo exhibition in the Midlands Art Centre in Birmingham, mm -hmm. uh, which is the city in which she and her family live. And um, it was a journey of self-discovery, of going back to find out more about family members that she'd never met. She'd never been back to the place of her family's origin. Um, so she did that in 2019. And she took two sets of different photos. One was more of a kind of narrative of what was around, trying to document people's lives in a kind of observer's way. She was trying to put a bit of her heart into it as well because she comes from a background where a lot of what she saw she would have heard about and been familiar with culturally. But, however, she was looking at it through fresher eyes, having never uh, set foot in, uh, in Pakistan before. <laughs> so the, um, the exhibition was also showing her putting herself in a very kind of 
staged way into situations imagining what her life would have been like had mm-hmm. she lived in mm-hmm. Pakistan. This is what the newspaper mm-hmm. uh, didn't like too much. Right. Um, but a, but there is a, there's a history of that which was really um, most brought to public and art critical attention by an, uh, a photographer who's still alive called Cindy Sherman, who is based in America. And in the 1970s uh, until about the 2000s, she would take pictures of herself dressed up as characters, not, not sort of really hamming it up dramatically, but just trying to blend in. She would set a self-timer in a, in a very high definition. At first, it was black and white photography that she took, um, Cindy Sherman. And, um, and she would get herself into costume. Um, it wasn't all about, look at me, I'm pretending to be this or that. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was that she felt that she wanted to um, be able to get pictures that might uh, get people talking or thinking more than if she captured something which, which was either candid, which could be blurred, or that she'd have to get permission to take people who might be self-aware. Yeah. So there is a tradition of this it's going on. And that, that's what that's what Mariam Wahid uh, did as her, as her second part. So the exhibition was very large, and it had images um, that were both candid and these staged ones. Um, and in the candid ones uh, and the staged ones, actually, she got a lot of the red brick architecture that forms a backdrop in her colour photos, of uh, w- which are very much used uh, across. Um, the cities of Karachi and Lahore. She went to both of those places. And while she was there, she attended, although she wasn't exhibiting in it, the Karachi Biennale, which was in 2019. Perhaps she will be in it one day. Mm-hmm. But that is the biannual exhibition. Like, there's one in Venice that was very well known as well. There are a few biennales every two years, mm-hmm. an exhibition where there's an invitation to international artists to put their works forward, and then they're, they're curated from the place that holds the exhibition. So... They're, they're interesting images, and the Dawn said that she could have imagined herself in the second part, where she took on characters, as more as more empowered type of uh, yeah, women. compared to being pictures. in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. She, yeah. she said it would have been more an egalitarian representation yeah. of women in Pakistan these yeah. days. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a fair, I think that's a fair point. Yes. I, only, I only sent you the one of her in the kitchen with the rather sullen... Uh, expression of mm-hmm. having to cook by the looks of things, <laughs> which um, <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, there is, there is, uh, there, 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 there were one or two others, but there weren't anything that were celebrating life. Okay. And there are, there are, of course, people in in that country in Pakistan, like anywhere else, that will be on different part of a socio-economic ladder that exists everywhere yeah. in our very own yeah. of course and everywhere else that's everywhere so, yeah yeah, yeah. So, so, so I do get I do get their point um, uh, they, they concluded the Dawn newspaper by saying this that despite the, their noble intentions of inclusivity that's talking about both the artists and the curators of the exhibition institutions sometimes fall into a pattern of highlighting a version of Pakistan that is only partially yeah. true yeah. the responsibility to upend this lies in both the artists as well as the curators who need to direct the content in a way that it starts the right kind of conversations. Mm-hmm. That's, that's their opinion. On the other hand, the, the, the funny thing is, and you can understand that, it's like when, when we see Hong Kong or places that we know well depicted in Hollywood movies or, other, or, or, or movies elsewhere which have cliches which are well-worn yeah. and don't represent things fully. 
And that's a big question. Yeah, that always, really... I think, comes into that's photography right. exhibitions more than yeah. uh, more than paintings yeah, in a way. You expect some license in paintings, don't you, mm-hmm. for the artist to, to kind of exaggerate because they're not photographs and we live in a world where we can take photographs from that thing in our pockets. So... We, uh, I think with paintings, people do go a bit further away, or with other media, not just paintings. And can we days. see any of these pictures, some of the things that she's exhibited on, yeah. online somewhere? We can see I was them. going yeah, to say that. So yeah. there's still a great selection of these, of these photos, and I do recommend the listeners going to, uh, all one word, Mac, M-A-C, Birmingham, so MacBirmingham. Uh-huh. .co.uk. That is the Art Centre's website, okay. uh, the Midlands Art Centre website, and there's also a short video uh, about the background of the artist on that, which is quite Brilliant. interesting. Have a look at that. Yeah. So I recommend that fully. Uh, moving back to our home shores now, um, so while uh, along with other uh, big government-run art institutions, uh, M Plus Museum uh, reopens today, oh, and it's yes, got a lot of, of new stuff going on there. I cannot wait to go I know, there. I want to I, go. Yeah, I still, I, I, I mean, you've not been there, so... No, I haven't. I have another chance, not, no. Nor have I. Well, I mean, I, I just didn't have a chance, and it closed for so long, um, or, so, or so many times, and, um, yeah, really, really got a bit. I think... Uh, think everyone who's interested should um uh should look out for these exhibitions that are going on if you feel like going on there's a really interesting one of mixed media um which are installations we've spoken about those before i've sent you one image oh no it's only two actually sorry of um yeah of, of of an exhibition of installations um by the same artist that people can walk into there's all do you want to describe what you can see there this, um, I can't actually, let me just uh, zoom in a little bit on this. Right. They look like almost like a glass kind of lantern type things with with holographic mm. sort of images in them or, you know. Yeah. That's quite yeah. interesting. That's, oh, that's it really is, nice. Is, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's projectors yeah. and then there are prints on wood panels wow, in the background. that's quite pretty one. Uh, yep, and some, there, there are also some big canvas and backdrops which are painted directly onto, but there's a feeling of um, street art in some mm. of these images mm. as well. Yeah, there, there are words. Another image that I sent you has some words across yes. it, something about the flowers we gone. We have all yeah. flowers gone. Where have all the flowers yeah. gone? Where have all the flowers gone? Yeah. yeah. It's just got that, that one on there. And uh, and, and also there's uh, there's quite um, sketchy, uh, some, some bits of the artwork are more finished than others. It's the work of, um, uh, of a very, of a veteran artist uh, from India, and um, uh, the name of the artist is Nalini uh, Malani, mm-hmm. and it's a contemporary artist who is wor- is recognised uh, not only for works in uh, two dimensions, as the well we mentioned there are lanterns, so there's a lot of painting on surfaces, but she's also known for her work in video art and film. So hence the projections that we have, the lantern that you mentioned with a projection. She works and plays with projected images as much as she does with with individual works of art, film and video. So the exhibition also has galleries where videos and film are shown. It's a retrospective, which uh, usually happens when an artist is respected for some decades. And in her case, um, that's been... 50 years of making contemporary art, which is quite amazing, covering lots of themes uh, from light-hearted ones to 
more uh, more serious ones, such as the repression of women, is one of her themes. Um, but but she also celebrates the joy of life in other ones as well. And the show is on um, this uh, retrospective uh, by Lanini Malani uh, of her work until the 31st of July. So so try and get along to see that. Because I think these are going to be very impactful. Yeah. The colours are very vibrant, aren't they? Beautiful. Yeah. It's really worth yeah. seeing that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to just mention as the as the last thing from me, really, that um, there's another photograph that I sent to you, Sadia, which might look like a minimal sculpture on a bit of roof decking that I sent to you. Can you see that one? Yeah, just it's, plastic sort of hexagon things with yeah, big holes in them. Exactly, almost like oversized uh, nuts, yes. as in nuts and bolts yes. bits that go onto a bolt. Um, and uh, it could be, uh, you never know with uh, fine art, um, it could be a sculpture, but it's not. It's actually uh, a very nicely designed play area on, the, on part of the M+, Plus, which has uh, turned itself into a, a, an open space for families or people just to hang out and get some share out, outside. Um, it's called the M+, Plus Playscape. Uh, it is a... Found a, sorry, it's a uh, collaboration with a foundation who make outdoor usable sculptures in New York. And it's called the Izamu uh, Noguchi Foundation, and they're based in New York. And this plan has been in the offing for some time. They do they deliberately look for interesting ways to build public sculptures which can be climbed over and enjoyed by kids as much as they can be looked out at by adults. A very clever idea, I think, mm, for museums that, that, yeah, that have outdoor areas. Something that the parents can kind of ponder or that can simply keep those kids busy. Well, something so, to do this weekend, certainly. I mean, if the museums are open, then it's worth us going to see some of these things, really. It, 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 it is. I must. I must recommend, though, that people book online oh. uh, because uh, because even though uh, th it's open and they're still offering, as they have done from about four months ago, free visits. Because in the future, after this first year of being opening, it will cost to make your booking online. Um, but it's. Uh, but it, but they have to have a reduction of numbers, though. So um, so do um, do book online. Um, I'm afraid I don't have the, I didn't get this, uh, this website, but the M Plus Museum, if you have a quick, if you have a quick search, which I'm doing as I speak now, it, uh, here it is, it's M Plus, or one word, dot org, dot org, that was, dot HK, so M Plus, really? one, that's one word, dot org, dot HK. That sounds brilliant. Good. Yeah. I was going to go through All some right. events tomorrow, actually, because um, hopefully, you know, people need to make sure that they are booking and also no check the capacity of some of the places that are open now in Hong Kong. So, exactly. you know, because I'm sure quite a few people are going to be getting out there and stuff. Um, if anyone wants to see some of the pictures uh, that we have been talking about, you can go to my Facebook mm. page, Sadi Osmani on Radio 3 RTHK. All of the pictures are there. Um, and there's some good stuff there. I think the museum is probably on the top of my list there, really. What, what are you going to go for, Andrew? Um, yeah, I, I do really want to see that. There was another short-lived exhibition that was uh, that was on, but unfortunately, uh, no, no point in recommending it because it because it's gone. But uh, no, I, I just cannot wait to get to the M Plus, and I might even do it 
this weekend, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I, but, I, but, but of course, like everyone else, make sure you've got your booking. Otherwise, yeah, um, you know, it's do it in advance. Brilliant. That's yeah. great. Thank yeah. you very much, Andrew. I look forward to talking to you again next week. Sure, and uh, we're approaching the news now. The time is 2.57 and we've got the news on the hour, followed by Steve James just after the news. Now, I will be back tomorrow and hopefully have a lovely weekend. Oh, sorry, it's not a weekend yet. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> we still got Friday tomorrow. I'll see you then. OK, thank you. No one can hold your hand. The delicate darkness you go.